baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Number two of our broadcast. Wow. This text line has just been scrolling away. We'll go to some of these and then to some of your calls. Was Adam Smith an international figure? Did he advocate protectionism based on territorial nations? Vince, if we cut emissions by 40% by 2030, won't that destroy the economy? Probably. (laughs) Another person saying we're going to be nostalgic for the early 2020s. Probably. On this line, not new, Jim out of Easley, recessions when your neighbor loses their job, depression when you lose your job, recovery when Biden loses his. Boy, still a couple of years away. I sent Joe Manchin an email on his website yesterday telling him I hope the good people of West Virginia vote him after after his turncoat move, siding with piece of crap Schumer. (laughs) I'm sure he is getting hell from people, as he deserves. He deserves it. Vince, it's a lot easier to yell at the problems of the world than it is to look inside yourself and yell at those problems. Yes, it is. I don't want to give too much away, but I've been formulated a thought process that I I'm looking to potentially do some videos on this very subject. Vince, that poll is disturbing that you shared because the large percentage of people don't believe in the right to life. Isn't that sad? This is scary. I mean, there's so many things in that poll that are disturbing. First, you, like you said, the fact they aren't right to life. They don't believe in the right to life. And secondly, it shows how constitutionally ignorant they are that they believe the court ever had the right to give this alleged right to anybody. Vince, you honestly don't understand why people don't see their freedoms eroding. The dirty little secret, 40-plus percent of the U.S. is dependent on government to survive. Do you think they're free? Come on, Vince, you're wiser than that. Oh, believe me, I know exactly what you're talking about. And this is, you know, this is intentional, don't you? This is intentional. The people who live here have all the benefits of America, yet trash it. Do so because they can't put down... (laughs) the bong long enough to see the reality for what it really is. (laughs) Great show as always, Vince. I don't know if it was Alexis de Tocqueville who said the American Republic will endure until the day Congress discovers it can bribe the people with their own money. Whoever said it was spot on. Yeah. There's going to be a landslide in November. Yes, I said it. The Democrats are going to win the election big time as a bunch of Republicans are not even going to vote. They think it's in the bag for conservatism and just sit on their hands instead of pulling the levers to stop this destruction of America. you got to show up. And and I said this right here in this city of Charlotte. I tell you, folks, we had a big opportunity in the city council. Kyle Lubke and the slate of at-large Republicans in an election cycle where turnout was going to be extremely low. If Republicans just showed up. 10, 15,000 more Republicans had shown up at the polls. 
We could have won those races and put at least one Republican in office as an at-large council member. It's all it would have taken. Ten to 15,000 more. Couldn't motivate him. Probably weren't even aware there was an election going on. Just saying. Since our country is filled with ignorant, lazy, soft, and spoiled people, our educational system has gone above and beyond the dumbing down of our children. They know nothing of the Constitution, Bill of Rights, no longer taught, last but absolutely not the least. Lack of understanding the Word of God with no relationship with the Father. We need to be filled with courage, strength, determination, with a backbone of steel. Hmm. Vince should do a call of the week. That lady that called about T.D. Jakes was very, very good. Yes, she was. Thank you for reminding me because I intend to reach out to her sometime this weekend. Biden confirmed he's going to run in 2024. I'd be surprised if he can walk by 2024. (laughs) Gosh, I shouldn't laugh at that. And some curious time after time, keep hearing about what the Democrats are doing or not doing. So tell me, what are the Republicans doing to make things in the country better? It's easy to complain like I'm doing now. Uh, I'm with you. Where do, do you see Republican leadership anywhere? Except I don't see it except in the states. I really don't. I was listening to a talk program yesterday that I, I used to enjoy listening to. I don't anymore for reasons I don't need to go into now. But I listened yesterday, and I was reminded why I don't like listening anymore. This person was going on and on and on and on, just with nonsense. And the thing that really got me is when he was talking about winning back the Republican, winning back the House this fall, and talking about Leader McCarthy. That was the point I, I about barfed my lunch out. What kind? I mean, if this is the definition of victory, McCarthy as House Speaker? Folks, oh my goodness. I, I, I'm honest about this, folks. I, I don't see a way forward. This is one of the things I really loved about Newt Gingrich and the contract with America. There was a vision. Do you see any vision right now? Now, I do know part of the strategy is to watch the Democrats fail and to hope that people react to the bad economy, the horrible presidency of Joe Biden. I get that. It would be helpful to have a positive agenda, don't you think? I think that's where Richard is going with this. Uh, good morning, Richard. Welcome to the broadcast. Hey, Vince. How you doing? Um, well, first, I'd like to say, uh, we, where are the Republicans in regards to pushing back on this narrative that somehow we're going to take women's birth control away? That's one. Where are the Republicans? I talked to a lot of Hispanics. And we have this border wide open. There's a lot of Hispanics coming over. And those the values of these Hispanics are more of a Republican than Democrat. So where are the Republicans trying to recruit these Hispanics uh, on our side? And thirdly, in terms of the abortion issue, uh, th- those stats that you said is very disturbing because I say to myself, okay, so 
in the midterms and in 2024, and if everybody's more concerned about killing their baby uh, more than the economy and everything else, we're going to find out exactly what kind of a country we have. And God help us if they choose abortion over everything else. I'm with you, Richard. Uh, there are, honestly, Richard, there are people like that. I very much appreciate your call. I know there are some of you who are waiting very patiently on the phones. I want to encourage you, hang on just a bit. Do not hang up. We'll try to get to your calls as well and get to some other content. We've been dying to talk about all week. I have been. And we will get to that, including some conversation about 2024. <laughs> You're going to get a kick out of this one. A possible candidate for 2024. That much more as we continue our Friday broadcast. Stay with us. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Over on the text line, this texter says, Vince, Republicans were too busy working to go vote. That's a terrible, lame excuse. It really is. Horrible excuse. Vince, we showed up at the polls in 2020. Look what it got us. The total destruction of America as we know it. It's not. One of the things we've got to stop on the Republican side is the hyperbole. Is it bad? Yes. It's not total destruction. It isn't. So we've got to stop the exaggeration. You know, Democrats do this too. They do this as well. But we need to stop. Stop. We're making this much worse than it is. A GOP voter for 50 years deregistered after the false 2020 election. Others may feel like I do. Well, that's great. Let's just give it up. And let the Democrats have it. Brilliant strategy. That's going to work. Vince, I heard this morning Herschel Walker, 20 points behind in the Senate race. Who do they poll? Warnock's church family? <laughs> I understand being a look at the world. What is the outcome? Right for lifers want to make it illegal. Murder is already illegal. It wasn't even until 1973. I feel it's a moral decision. I think the government abortion debate is another tactic by politicians to divide and conquer. Still like number 20 in deaths, let alone wars, starvation, genocide. Abortions have actually declined since 1970. That is from Dean. Vince, I believe the abortion issue is played into the Democrats' hands. Heading into the next election, they will use the scare tactic. The Supreme Court will be coming for everyone to get people to vote against the Republicans. They'll promise an expansion of the Supreme Court so they can get the numbers in their favor. Tim, out of Rocky Hill, there will some who will do that. Does not surprise me at all. Do any of you idiots 
asking what are the Republicans doing? No, they are not in the majority. They've brought countless bills that aren't even discussed or worked on. So ignorant. (laughs) All right, folks. I promise we would get to a couple of calls here. Let's go first to Ralph. Good morning, Ralph. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Can you hear me? Ralph, yes. Okay. Just want to make sure that radio is off, by the way. Oh, oh, that's right. Go right ahead, sir. I was listening to Tara this morning, and she was talking about what was going on with the country that was by 2030 going to be in the green gas thing, and they're going to have ID requirement to get out just to get fuel for people. And that's the way they want us headed. But what I'm worried about, what about my wife who's disabled, my son who's disabled, who received benefits? When are they going to target those people for not having the COVID shot? Because you know it could happen. Yep, I hear you. I hear you. Is this, this, this... They want to mandate everything. Yep, you're absolutely right. And do you share the same concern? Do you share the concern that I have that that we have a populace that is just way too passive in allowing fellow Americans to be targeted like this? And another, are you still are you still Ralph? Ralph, are you able to hear me? For whatever reason, we cannot hear Ralph. Maybe uh, he can call back, but I like to have a conversation. for some reason, it's not working well here. Um, Ed, good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good morning, Vince. Thank you very much. Um, the way I look at things right now, and this started like 60 years ago at least, uh, the education system is focused was focused on teachers telling students that everything bad that's happened in the world is the fault of your parents, so don't listen to them for anything. <laughs> and I right. saw this happen in a school system in Dover, Delaware, at the Capitol, where the PTA president brought up something was happening in school, students attacking other students, and the superintendent of the school, I mean the principal, said that was a racist comment. And I, I, I couldn't believe it. And now, uh, what was a racist comment again? Children were being assaulted. A Chinese girl was thrown down a flight of stairs by a group of other girls and went to the hospital. Nothing was done about it. <laughs> uh, gangs of, of students were beating up other students in the hallways, and nothing was done about it. In the capital it's city cr- of of it, Delaware, it's yeah, it's it's crazy, Delaware. isn't it? Yeah, it's that it's was, that was back in the seventies. Yeah, one of the un- unfortunate things we've we've got um, some real issues for sure when it comes to uh, how some of these issues are dealt with or maybe more appropriately so describing this not dealt with robin uh take it away robin hey uh hey there Ben. it's good to talk to you buddy 
I just want to tie this thing about the global warming and the uh, people that talks about, you know, with your faith focus Friday. Um, you know, the Green Deal talk about uh, we need to do this, we need to do that about uh, about saving the planet and the and uh, Ocasio Cortez talks about well the planet's going to you know die in so many years, but you know Fence. The only one person can save the planet, and that's Jesus Christ when he comes back <laughs> to that Easter. Amen to that. And, you know, the, the book of Luke, uh, chapter 16, I think it's verse, um, verse 23, talks about Lazarus giving the rich man uh, just a water on his tongue, and he's down there in, uh, down there in hell, torment. Now, that right there is your global warming. <laughs> That's the global warming they ought to be concerned about, right, Robin? <laughs> exactly right, brother. Uh, but anyway, I just want to share that with you. <laughs> we just look for that day when it comes, brother. All right, well, I very much appreciate your call there, Robin. <laughs> There's warming for sure. Still to come in the broadcast, I told you we'll delve into some things we haven't got the opportunity to jump into. How about a new poll from New Hampshire? This is going to crack you up. Presidential poll for 2024, Democrat side. And a warning from Dick Morris about a possible, um, let's just say, uh, long shot candidate for president that much more as we continue our broadcast stay with us Final stretch of the broadcast on this Friday. I told you there were a number of things we wanted to get to, including this reported by The Hill. <laughs> this is hilarious. Looking ahead to 2024, Joe Biden, as you know, has indicated he is planning to run again. <laughs> I thought the text earlier was pretty good about he'll be lucky if he can walk then. you know. And, and I'm not into making fun of people in one sense, yet at the same time, it's just, it's so profoundly presumptuous for someone who is frankly just so mentally feeble. It really is. And to be honest with you, the more this goes on, the more I am convinced the onus and responsibility is really on his family and those closest to him. I think they are despicable people for allowing this to happen in the first place should have pulled him back home a loving wife would have done that don't do this you're not in condition for this and I don't care what your political party is see there are things that are much more important than politics nonetheless this reported by The Hill, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg received slightly more support compared to President Biden among likely 2024 New Hampshire Democratic primary voters when asked their first choice for president. 
This is University of New Hampshire Survey Center Granite Poll, finding 17% of likely 2024 Democratic primary voters in the state would choose Buttigieg among a list of Democrats. Buttigieg first. Biden comes in second at 16, followed by Elizabeth Warren. California Governor Gavin Newsom coming in at 10%. Handful of other Democrats. In addition, Bernie Sanders received less than 10%. Margin of error, 4.7%. Basically, Buttigieg and Biden are statistically tied among voters. Tied. Further demonstrating, Democrats are not wedded to the idea of choosing Biden as their nominee. When respondents were asked about their second choice for their 2024 presidential candidate, Senator Cory Booker received the most support at 14, followed by Buttigieg at 13. Only 2% chose Biden as their second choice. This is interesting, isn't it? Biden's going to have a heck of a problem if he's going to run again in 2024. Heck of a problem. Then we have this that I've been dying to share with you regarding 2024. (laughs) This is from Dick Morris on his podcast. Actually, this was on, uh, yes, this was on Newsmax TV. This is what he describes as the ultimate nightmare scenario. I'm not going to give this any more introduction. I'll just let you listen to this for yourself. Here is Dick Morris talking about 2024. Do we still have that? Apparently, we do not have that in I will very quickly make sure that uh, this is in the hands of our capable producer because uh, you definitely need to hear this. If nothing else, it's very important for comic relief then again, you know, it, it may not be funny at the end of the day because it could be uh, actually perceived as quite scary. Because I think there are people out there who might very well vote for this person. I know it's extremely crazy, but um, I think it's very important that we put this out there for you. Um while this is getting prepared, also tell you, you should be encouraged by a new poll that's apparently out on the January 6th hearings, indicating that it's pretty it's pretty much a wash. It is a wash in terms of convincing people about Donald Trump and the elections this fall. Pretty much a an equal percentage of people are now turned off to Donald Trump. An equal percentage of people are motivated for Trump. So it's a wash. So this entire circus, dog and pony show, doesn't seem to be accomplishing the political purpose that it was designed for. Now, uh, let's go to that Dick Morris clip about the nightmare scenario for 2024. Listen up. Here's the ultimate nightmare. President Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez President AOC. Could happen. She'll turn 35, the age specified in the Constitution to be president, three months before she would take office in 2024. Happy birthday. 
<laughs> and the politics of that year are unfolding in such a way that I believe there's a real chance that AOC will run and could even be nominated. The Democrats are desperate and they want to jump, dump Biden, who will be 81 in 24. They're losing the Hispanic vote more each day. The latest polls have Trump beating Biden among Latinos, actually winning Latinos. So the Democrats in desperation may turn to a young, female, charismatic Latina like AOC. Thank God I don't think she could be elected. I think Trump will beat her to a pulp. But don't count AOC out. She could well be the Democratic nominee. <laughs> Is this not hilarious? <laughs> AOC nominee for president in 2024. I told you. It, it's either a great joke or it's very, very scary. And I'm serious. There are people that will vote for this woman. As nutty as she is. Stay with us. Final stretch of the Vince Coakley radio program on this Friday. Can you believe it's Friday already? Hope you have some great plans to unplug. Over on the text line, response to what we shared about Democrat candidates, AOC. Jim, out of easily, Vince, every name you just read off is a whack job. Far far left liberal extremist. Vince, when did Dick Morris start working for the Babylon Bee? (laughs) And this, instead of laughing at this, we need to be worried. Anything can happen. How many people laughed at Trump? Scary. And that it is. As we now take the opportunity to take a look at the day in history, we have Chris back with us. How are you doing today, man? Doing well, sir. Happy Friday. Well, same to you. I will try to provide some good clues for some of these are really difficult. 1588. The Spanish Armada was wiped out by this country. What country was it? Pretty much dominant before us. England. You are correct. It was the British. Well, they they distribute more Independence Days than any other country on <laughs> Earth. So yeah. if somebody started something and you don't know who, it's a chance it was the British. <laughs> 1909, this particular company bought Cadillac. What was it? Cadillac. Automaker. Uh, Ford? Actually, it's GM. Okay. GM. 1915, the Marines landed in this particular island to protect our interest there. I'll give you a hint. This is a country I've traveled to several times. It's one of the poorest, poorest in this particular hemisphere. Haiti? You are correct. It's Haiti. 1958, we watched... With a lot of concern when uh, the USSR launched the Sputnik. So we figured, you know what, we better get on the ball here. So here in the United States, we formed this agency. What is it? NASA. 
NASA is absolutely correct. 1967 is a musical question. We'll come back to it. I'll attempt to have some fun playing that song. 1977, appropriately, appropriately so, this city declared this to be Chicken Wing Day. So, uh, in fact, there's one company here that is named with this city in it. Would have to be Buffalo. Buffalo, New York is absolutely correct. We have a couple of weddings to talk about. First one, 1981. Seems like the whole world was watching this one. It was like this big, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, fairy tale story playing out on our television screens. Which marriage was this? 1981, you said? Yes. It's uh, Lady Di and Prince Charles. You are correct. 2000, not nearly as significant, but uh, these two celebrities got married. One of the one of the marriages that got um, a whole lot of attention. I'll give you a hint by saying they're both both actors, an actor and an actress. And uh, let's see, I think they've had a bunch. Well, no, that's not true. Uh, they've since gotten divorced, by the way. Uh, Benifer was the name that was circulated to put these two together. I happen to know that's Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez just because there's no avoiding it. Oh, no. Maybe I got this wrong. It's actually Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston oh, okay. got okay. married in 2000. I must have given a bad clue there. No, no. You're doing fine. 2005. <laughs> I, I think you care about as much about that as I do, don't you? <laughs> I, Let's get real here, right? Well. 2005, astronomers discovered this small planet named Eris. They have called it a um, planet that we cannot say now because it's politically incorrect. I said small. What is the word they've actually used to describe it? Pluto. No, it's actually dwarf. Dwarf oh, oh, planet. I was, I was, okay. Yeah, we so can't. I wasn't thinking along the same line. We can't use those words anymore, that word anymore, so. Well, that's why I didn't use it. Yeah, okay. There you go. All right, let's see if you can recognize this song that I'm very uh, primitively playing. Okay. This song actually went to number one on this day. I believe it was, what is this, 1977? Is that correct? No, it's 1967. Listen to this hit. I'll bet you're going to know this one. That's Light My Fire by the Golden. Oh, my good! You are so much like me, Chris. Well, that, used, that used to drive my wife up the wall that I can hear one or two notes and I can pick it out. You did it. Well, that was a, that was a big one. That was a big, big hit. So I think most people probably could. But yeah. thank you. Yeah, Light My Fire by the Doors, hitting number one on this day in 1967. Quick, bizarre story to share with you. How about this? How about going fishing off the Florida coast? A sailfish stabbed a 70-year-old woman in the groin. She and two friends were boating off the Florida coast, pierced by the 100-pound fish in the terrifying attack. Her friends were attempting to reel in a potentially deadly catch when it counterattacked. Swimming forward in the air to escape the 
the way it would in the water, the sailfish pierced Catherine in the groin as she stood on the boat. Is that not crazy? It happened so fast they didn't have any time to react. And, uh, wow, this was uh, kind of a horrific injury for her. A four-inch gash wound to the leg, taken to the hospital and treated. Fortunately, she's going to be okay. Is that not bizarre? Talk about a fish story, huh? That is a crazy fish story. That's all the time we have. Thanks a lot for joining us. Have yourselves a great and safe weekend, and God bless you. Adios. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 